0: surprisingly, I've been laying, for your next mistake, I put in work, and watch my status escalate, the cornwalls get strong, blackball, my own dog, the veteran, plan, I am your host, plan, I'm Drew Butler, joined alongside Dude, my, my y'all, co-host Aaron Murray, and in this episode of Punt and, the and Pass f- is presented to you by our great friends over at Prize Picks. Hey, are you tired of losing in fantasy sports? Well, times are changing, now it's just you versus the numbers. Prize Picks is the perfect place for you, whether the injury bug is already you ruined your season-long team, or you're a seasoned vet in the daily fantasy space. On prize picks, you simply select two, three, or four players, predict if they will go over or under their fantasy projection, and you can win up to 10x your entry. Hey, you think George Pickens is going to score a touchdown this weekend with over 100-plus receiving yards? Take his over and win real cash today. Entries are so simple. They can be made in less than 60 seconds. All you have to do is sign up today at prizepicks.com or on the Prize picks app and use the code PUNT. That's right, P U N T. Use the promo code PUNT and you get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. PrizePicks truly is daily Fantasy simplified, and we know they've been great supporters of Punt and Pass in the past. We know a lot of our audience already has prize picks downloaded. So here's what our friends at Prize Picks did this Thursday through Sunday. If an existing user goes into customer support and uses the promo code PUNT, boom, they get the same offer, 100% match with the code PUNT. Up to $100. And what a great weekend we have. You got SEC football, huge top 10 matchup in Athens. You got NFL football. You got the NBA finals. You got the MLB playoffs. We are in sports heaven. Why don't you make some money off of it? Go to prizepicks.com or download the Price picks app. Use the promo code PUNT and get a 100% match on your deposit up to $100. Huge weekend ahead. Great weekend in the SEC, like I said, a top ten matchup in Athens. Auburn's coming to town to take on the number four ranked Georgia Bulldogs. A and M plays Bama. Florida is going to take on South Carolina. We're going to dive all into it. We got an awesome episode of Punt and Pass coming up right here. So let's get into it. Here we go. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at. Aaron Murray, 11, and head on over to puntandpass.com for the blog for our punt, pass, and picks. Picks, we were both 4-1 and one a week ago. Aaron called Mississippi State outright. I called Auburn by two touchdowns. We're back above five hundred. Murray, 8-7 on the season. We got more picks coming up for you. This episode, we're just so thrilled. SEC football's back. We got a top-10 matchup in Athens. We got a top-15 matchup in Tuscaloosa. We're going to touch on those, but a couple of news headlines have broken before this weekend of college football, so we'll dive into those first. Murray, how are you, my man? Um, beautiful fall weekend on tap here in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Uh, holy smokes, this is uh, this is ideal football weather. Uh, yes. it just it just feels like football when you walk outside, and yeah, I'm excited. Week two, man. You know, I, I said it earlier in the week. I thought it was a really good week for the SEC. Week one, some clean football. Uh, Some really exciting games. We had the big upset at 330. Yes. um, And and now these teams have kind of had the opportunity to see, Okay, this is who we are. This is what we're going to be. These are the improvements we need to make. And and let's see if we can now have a big jump from week one to week two uh, with some of these teams.
0: No doubt. Uh, We'll see if some teams can jump, like Georgia's offense, if some teams can step up, like Texas A&M, who looked awful in Week 1. It's just going to be another great, action-packed weekend of college football. Before we dive into the games, let's touch on some of the news headlines that have since broken. Just 15 hours ago, the Associated Press, Aaron, reports that, guess who? Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott asked the college football playoff Commissioner's Board and Executive Director Bill Hancock, To expand the college football playoff this season to eight teams, citing the pandemic-altered season, conferences starting at different times, conferences playing different amounts of games. He wanted eight teams in 2020 college football playoff, and they turned him down, thankfully. I cannot believe that this dude had the lack of self-awareness to try to get college football season canceled entirely, him and the Big Ten, and now he's asking for the college football playoff to expand to eight teams on a one season basis only. That's a total joke. And Aaron, it's completely because he knows that the top four teams will not include the Pac-12. Am I wrong here?
1: No, you're not. I mean, listen, someone in the Pac-12 would have to go undefeated, you know, because like we discussed, I just very don't impressive
0: think. The, manner too.
1: Yes, I, I don't think the Big Twelve is going to get in. So. Um, you know, then that does open up a spot right there. Obviously, you got the SEC is going to get someone. Clemson most likely is going to get in. Uh, that's about 100% sure. Yeah. So those two, those two spots are gone. Uh, looks like Ohio State most likely will get the number three spot unless they just have a, a terrible loss with their uh, even shorter season compared to the ACC or ACC and SEC. Uh, so that's three spots right there that are kind of taken up by yeah. teams that we expect to be in there. Uh, then it's the Big 12 and Pac 12 kind of fighting for that four spot. Uh, and right now, it doesn't look like the Big 12 wants it. They're, they're playing terrible football to start the season. No real contender in my mind as of right now. So if the if the Pac 12 shows us that there's a contender and someone is undefeated, then then yeah, you know, they, then they'll get that four spot above the Big 12. But if they go out there and play, you know, crappy football, and you know, there's no real clear team that you can say, okay, they deserve a seat at the at the big boy table this year. Then once again, let's go. We we love our American conference. Let's put an American yes. team in there. Yes. Once again, they have to deserve it. Um but if those teams in that conference continues to play like, like the way they played the past few years, uh I think that is going to be the move. So yes, I agree. He's worried that he's not going to get uh you know, one of his teams in there to the playoffs this year. Um but they, they like I said it can still happen. There is a possibility. It's not a 0% oh, yeah. chance that the Pac-12 is not going to get in. They they should be a little bit more optimistic based on the way the Big 12 has started their season, thinking that they can at least leapfrog those guys to get that number four spot.
0: I mean, what a total joke that Larry Scott, of all people, would be the one to bring this to the table. But Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoffs, said the committee, which is 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame athletic director Jack Swarbick, had a civil and thoughtful discussion, but in the end, quote, To do it now, it's such a significant change with so many challenges, especially with the season already started. We thought it was best not to make a change. I agree. Good on them, and good for sticking by your guns. Shame on Larry Scott for everything that he's done. I'll toss him out the window. How dare he try to bring that nonsense when everybody else has already started to rock and roll. The other news piece, which is going to have an immediate effect on what we watched this weekend, Aaron, is that the SEC has cleared – In-conference waivers this season, Cade Mays at Tennessee, cleared. Joey Gatewood at Kentucky, cleared. Otis Reese at Ole Miss, cleared. Greg Sankey came out, Aaron, and he said this is a one-time basis. The commissioners and the athletic directors and the coaches spoke on it. They voted on it. These guys have been cleared on a one-time basis based on the unprecedented season that we're in. Agree or disagree, Aaron, it's kind of shocking that a guy like Joey Gatewood couldn't play against his former team just last weekend.
1: Uh, little shocking to me. Listen, the rules are the rules, and I know this is a unique situation this year. And you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with it. I think you got to put your foot down and, and be firm at some point. Just say, listen, I'm sorry that you know you, you want to play this year, but you're you're still you're still gonna have plenty of time to play college football. Uh, you still got plenty of eligibility left. Like, yeah, you know, sit down. The rules are the rules. I just hate the fact that we keep making excuses to allow people to play, you know, if, if you're at some point, just move on and change the damn rule because it just, I think it makes everyone look bad. The fact that we were just willing to continue to bend and concede uh, to players, uh, some of them legitimate reasons and some of them that are still to me, head scratchers of like, why does that person deserve an opportunity to transfer and not have to sit out a year? So yeah. just make up your damn minds already, sit out a year or don't sit out a year. And, and, and there just needs to be a vote Soon, rather than later. Uh, that way, we can stop kind of you know going back and forth. And, and at the end of the day, too, playing with these kids, you know that, that, that you don't want to play mind games with the kids and upset them in the fact that okay, you know, well my cer- my circumstance is a lot worse than that other kid's circumstance, but he got the transfer and I didn't. Yeah, and for sure. you know, then you're just screwing with these kids, and then you know you're setting them up and and you know their hopes up that okay, I could possibly play this year, and not. And just it's too much of a head game right now. I think. Just make the rule and stick to the rule. Stick to your guns is uh, my word of advice to all the, all the conferences.
0: Here's what the most powerful man in college football, Greg Sankey, said after this was announced. Quote, it must be stated unequivocally that these approvals are solely a reflection of the unique circumstances present and should not be interpreted as an endorsement of the rationale set forth by individuals. Seeking these waivers. He continued that these are unprecedented times with players and schools facing challenges because of the COVID 19 pandemic. And he added, quote, in a non-COVID environment, there may have been a different outcome for some of the waiver requests determined today. I agree with him. Okay. Yes, I agree with you, Aaron. Rules are rules. If you transfer in conference, it is what it is. You gotta sit out of here. In this specific season where nobody's um eligibility is even being affected, you know what? Whatever. Let them play, but set the precedent and say, if you guys want a long-term rule change, you're going to have to vote on it. We have not voted on it. Mm -hmm. This is a one-time rule change because of the pandemic. Quote, because of the pandemic. Asterisk, because of the pandemic. So, Cade Mays, Otis Reese, Joey Gatewood, whatever. They get to play. See if they can make a difference for their team, but good for them. Happy for the kids that get to play. There's no doubt about it. That is obviously huge, and, and it's good that they get to play football in 2020. All right, let's dive into these games. We got a great slate. So we're going to go ahead and rock and roll. Before, but before we do, we want to let you know that this episode of Punt and Pass podcast is also brought to you by the Bowers Insurance Group. The Bowers Insurance Group is an independent insurance agency in Roswell, Georgia, that has been serving the Southeast since 1984. Their goal is to build a policy for your business or family that meets your coverage needs and your wallet's needs too. If you're interested in a quote, Give Chris a call at 770 442 or send him an email at chris at bowersinsgrp.com. Tell them Punt and Pass sent you, and they will send you a $5 gas card. Heyo, gotta love that. From taking classes on North Campus, marching with the Redcoats, and cheering on the dogs between the hedges, the Bowers Insurance Group has been there with you for over 30 years. They look forward to working with your business and family for many years and national championships, hopefully, to come. Go ahead and give Chris a call at 770-442-0101 or send him an email at chris at Great slate of football games this weekend, Aaron. I want to start noon On ESPN, South Carolina, who had a pretty decent showing last week at home against Tennessee, decent. They shot themselves in the foot a bunch of times. They head to number three, Florida. This game is in the swamp, 12 p.m. on ESPN. This is a huge number, I think. Florida's a 17-and-a-half point favorite. The total is 57-and-a-half. Any way that Will Muschamp defense can slow down Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts, you know the number one thing heading into the game is slow down Kyle Pitts.
1: Yeah, I I don't think so. I think, you know, for them, it's going to be more of a a focus on we better be able to score some points. And and I I was really impressed with Colin Hill last week. Mike Bobo getting his feet wet back again in the SEC. They're just going to have to score, score, score. And I just hope that Kyle Trask and those guys maybe cough the ball up. And and you got to win special teams. So um, I just don't think right now South Carolina has the personnel on the defensive side to to match up with everything that Florida has on the offensive side of the football. It's okay. not just Kyle Pitts and Kyle Trask. Uh, it's a bunch of great receivers with a ton of speed that you have to worry about too. And there's just so much eye candy within that offense as well with all the jet sweeps and motions and shifts and uh, unique formations and personnel groups. I mean, you, you know how much I love you know, Coach Mullen and his offensive game plan. He really puts a, a, a tall task for defensive coordinators uh, and, and those guys on the defense side of the football to figure out what's going on. I mean, he like I said, he's rotating guys and personnel groups, and you're having to defensively make checks and shifts and um, you know all that stuff, and it's it, it, it's tough on those guys on that side. So um, I like Florida. I think Florida wins this game. Are we picking points here? Or are we just picking who? Wins?
0: Uh, it, Florida's a 17 and a half point favorite. I mean, I would agree with you. Florida's going to win the football game. That's a huge number, though. That's
1: a huge number, though. I, I got I think South Carolina with that. I just I really like the way South Carolina played last week. I um, like I, I like Colin Hill and bobo you know we'll see if if uh grantham's defense yeah. can step it up a little bit i just once again i want to see grantham and bobo yeah pre-game low down on the field <laughs> just like the presidential uh debate <laughs> that's what i want to see it
0: very well could be like that no this is a gigantic number and south carolina shot themselves in the foot colin hill had a pick six they fumbled the ball on special teams let's be honest you clean those things up in week two you're not going to lose by more than 17 points i don't think it's going to be a noon kickoff not many fans inside the swamp sleepy start i think south carolina can Keep this close for three quarters I truly believe that The key here is Bobo versus Grantham You and I saw it for three years Up close and personal These dudes in a professional environment They were at each other's throats every single day It was extremely competitive Sure, they are probably friendly But they each want to beat each other down this weekend, I'm glad to see them get that chance. I think Bobo's offense is going to be able to put some points on the board. This number is too big. If it was 16.5 or maybe even 14.5, you think about Florida at 17.5, no way. Give me South Carolina with the points. This will be a great game at noon. Yep. I really I believe that. All right, let's head over to Tuscaloosa, number 13, Texas A&M, taking on number huh. two, Alabama. Bama is a 17.5-point favorite. Um, Take this one. This is, yeah, Texas A&M roll. did not look very good last week. They looked absolutely awful against Vanderbilt. This is your three thirty CBS game, and um, you would have to think that Nick Saban's just going to continue to do what he does, and that Texas A&M isn't going to look very good here, Aaron.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, maybe Jimbo and Kellen were you know holding back their cards a little bit in week one versus Vanderbilt and not trying to show everything, but. uh, I just don't think they have a lot of talent on the outside that is ready to take that next step. I mean, they've recruited really well. They have brought in some guys, they got some freakish athletes, but you know, I just don't know if those guys are ready to consistently play sec ball. And obviously we know Kellen has had a tough time playing the big boys. Yeah. Kellen shows up when, when it's a game, you you expect him to go out there and throw a bunch of touchdowns and, and, and really pat the stat line when he plays Clemson, like he has the past couple of years when he plays Alabama and LSU and, you know, at times he just doesn't really show up against the big boys. So that worries me along with the fact that I just don't see a lot of talent that's around him and the fact that Alabama is, is I'll say it again and again, is just too darn good this year. So, yes, yeah. Alabama home uh, against a, a, a lesser A&M team is going to roll. This is this is a huge – this is a disappointing uh, game if AM does get rolled.
0: Yeah, for you sure. Know, if,
1: if Alabama puts in their backup quarterback Bryce Young in the fourth quarter – what the hell do Texas A&M fans think? Never. We're paying this dude $75 yeah. million. Yep. And this is year three with the most experienced quarterback in the SEC. And we're getting waxed. I mean, this was a year to show that, hey, you know, we, we don't have to beat Alabama. But can we at least make this game competitive? So I think this is a huge game for Jimbo. I think this is a huge game for Kellan um, and, 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 and those guys to really show that we have made a big stride. Uh, to be able to to have a seat at the big boy table in the SEC, but I just don't see it happening. So
0: you're going to lay the seventeen and a half.
1: Yes, I yeah. am. Yeah, I
0: think I think I'm going to lay the seventeen and a half. Also, as much as this is a statement game for A and M to say, hey, last week was a fluke. We're better and and we're here for a competitive 2020. It's just as important for Alabama to put their foot down and say no. No, we are still good. We're still the class of the SEC West. We're at home. We're going to take care of business at 3.30 on a Saturday. That's what they do. I think their defense, Dylan Moses, is coming back, is going to be able to pressure Kelly Munn, make him make those horrible decisions that he does when he gets pressured quick inside the pocket, and he's got to get rid of the football. I like Alabama here. I'm going to lay the points. Alabama did not cover last weekend. I can't remember the last time Alabama didn't cover two weeks in a row. Take the tide. Lay the 17-and-a-half. And I think that will be a winner for sure. 4 p.m. on SEC Network, two 0-1 teams, Aaron. But I think this is actually a very interesting matchup because it's going to continue to set the tone for 2020 for one of these football programs. Ole Miss heads to Kentucky. Kentucky is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Yes, these guys both lost last week. Ole Miss put up 600-plus yards of offense on Florida. Kentucky, man, they killed themselves against Auburn. Under a touchdown favorite, Kentucky, your boy Terry Wilson. I know you like their offensive and defensive lines, but Lane Kiffin, Matt Corral, and crew, man, they could put some points on the board.
1: Yeah, I, this is the. You want to talk about a big game for both these teams 0 and 1 and yep. a, a conference only schedule. There's a sense of urgency uh, to go out there and win this game. Golly, uh, this is, to me, I think this is the, besides the George Auburn game, which we'll discuss. I don't know. This is a great football game. This I was be really, really impressed. competitive. I think this is a, once again, at this weekend is I know people are upset. You know, I get not upset, but you know, we're, we're hoping for, for better matchups week one and two of the season, but these games are going to be sweet. Like I, I, I like Kentucky, uh, Terry Wilson, his second start, he played well last week, just had to take care of the football and, and, and still a little upset about the refs. Uh, Kentucky should have had a better chance, but, uh, week two, we'll move on. Um, I think this is a great football game. I really like Matt Corral and what he did last week. You know, can they find a way to just stop Kentucky's running game? That's going to be the issue. I just don't see Ole Miss defensively being able to get off the field. I think that's going to be the biggest issue when you watch this game. I think Kentucky is just going to run, 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 and that's going to be the game button. Keep Ole Miss and Matt Crown and those dudes off the field. So um, You're going to lay the points uh, here.
0: You're taking the home team.
1: No, 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 no. I'll take Ole Miss. You want the
0: six and a half.
1: I want the six and a half. This is going to be a great football game. I mean, I'm really excited to watch this game. I think this is going to be really close Um, just because I think Ole Miss is going to be able to score some points. I just think they're not going to have the ball as much as they're used to. So limited, uh, limited possessions. Uh, Will hurt this team just based on the fact that Kentucky's gonna be able to run the ball all day long.
0: Yeah, no, I gotta take the points here too. I mean, after seeing what their offense is able to do last week against Florida, I think Ole Miss is going to be able to put points on the scoreboard. I hear what you're saying. Limited possessions, Kentucky's gonna try to run the football, manage time of possession. Um, and and they do have very good offensive lines. You saw them pushing around Auburn, and a defensive line, too, that could get after the quarterback. I just think Lane Kiffin's a great offensive mind. I think that this team wants a win maybe more badly than Kentucky does. It's going to be a great game. Give me the six and a half points. Aaron, you and I are on the same side for the first three games. So um, let's go ahead, I think, to what is really the game of the week. And before we get to the game of the week, though, we also want to remind you that this episode is presented by our friends at PrizePix. And if you want to win money by picking over or under on fantasy projections from football players, college football players, NFL players, MLB baseball players in the playoffs right now, NBA players in the finals, head on over to PrizePicks.com. pull up the PrizePix app, use the promo code PUNT, and you will get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. If you're a current user, which many of our listeners are, head into the customer support, use the promo code PUNT, and boom, this Thursday through Sunday, you get the same instant deposit match up to $100. We love our friends over at Prize Picks, we love them. Aaron number seven Auburn is heading to number four Georgia Georgia opened as an eight point favorite in this game. It has since been bet down. Georgia is a six and a half point favorite. This game is at seven thirty p m on e s p n College game day is going to be in town. Fowler and herb Street are calling the game. Yes, there will be limited fans, but this is going to be an awesome game. Um, The weather is supposed to be absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. And after the first half last week, lots of Georgia fans are scratching their heads. Yes, Auburn was able to get a convincing victory over Kentucky after Kentucky beat themselves up. Who's going to start at quarterback? Nobody knows. JT Daniels, he's been cleared. This is extremely interesting. And it, something smells here because I thought this line would be like Georgia, a three-point standard home favorite. I saw eight and I go, whoa, what is going on? Tell me your thoughts, please.
1: Great football game. Um, I just, I, 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 think Georgia squeaks it out because of the defense. Um, but I'm going to take Auburn with the points here. Okay. I just, uh, to me, the, I just don't know how you can have any confidence in Georgia's offense after what you saw last week against an Arkansas team who is bottom of the barrel of the SEC. Uh, you're going against an Auburn team that is going to be better defensively. You know, once we all know they are replacing some guys up front, they got a great second level of linebackers. Uh, their, their secondary showed me a lot last week. Uh, and then Bo Nix really impressed me throughout that football game as well. Um, you know, he's he's going to be going up against a lot better defense this week. So we'll see if, if um, you know, he really is uh, progressing at the speed that 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 team is hoping he is. Uh, and if he plays well versus Georgia, then, man, this Auburn team could be really darn good this season. But uh, I just think Georgia's defense is too darn good. I think they're ready for the challenge. I just have no faith as of right now in Georgia's offense. Uh, I hope they surprise me. Whoever the quarterback is, I hope they go out there and ball out this weekend. Um, But it's just not on their shoulders. Once again, it's going to be on the receivers, the offensive line, and the running back to make their life easy and um, it's going to be a great football game. I'm excited to watch it, but it's going to be a close one, so I'll take Auburn on the points.
0: Yeah, I, I got to lay the points here. I mean, something stinks. Auburn's going to be such a trendy underdog. The entire public is going to be betting Auburn just based on how Georgia looked in the first half a week ago. I'm going to lay the six and a half. I think Georgia wins by a touchdown. It's as simple as that. I think Georgia's defense keeps him in this game. Can Georgia score a defensive or a special teams touchdown? Certainly they can. Can they get after Bo Nix? Certainly they can. They did it a year ago. Georgia has... Maybe the best defense in the nation. They're going to be at home. Obviously, the home field advantage is significantly different this year. I am laying the points here. Georgia, minus six and a half. Dogs will win. It's going to be a fantastic game. One more quick pick, Aaron. Quick pick. TCU at number nine, Texas. Texas is a 12-point favorite. They score a ton of points, but their defense is horrible. My pick (sighs) here is... I'm laying the 12 points with Texas, but my flip the field free pick is over 63 in this game.
1: Ooh, heck yeah. I'm taking the over on yeah. that one too. There's going to be no defense. If you want to watch some offensive football, make sure you tune into this one. Um, I'll take Texas. And, and I'm sure the big 12 is, is praying that Texas wins yeah. this entire season. Cause it, it, as of right now, Texas is the only hope left. I think to, to get a spot. I mean, unless Oklahoma state just figures it out and just starts absolutely dominating um, Texas is, is the is is really the last one, I think, to, to, for the, the saving grace to get into the playoffs for the Big 12. So uh, a lot of eyeballs in that conference on this football game. It's going to be high scoring, no defense, uh, but I like Texas.
0: All right, tell me this real quick. Prize picks over under? Kyle Trask, 28 fantasy points over or under?
1: Uh, over.
0: Okay. Zamir White, 16 and a half over or under against that Auburn defense? Under. Under. And your boy, K.J. Costello, 31 fantasy points over or under against Arkansas.
1: Over. Way Love over. It. God, Love it.
0: Love it. And my pick Damn. is Mac Jones, 24 points over against Texas A&M. Head on over to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code PUNT. Download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT for an instant deposit match of 100% up to $100. He's Aaron Murray at Aaron Murray 11 I am Drew Butler at Drew Butler. Check us out at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. Head on over to puntandpass.com for our blog, for our merch page, for everywhere our podcast is distributed. Have an awesome fall weekend. Enjoy this great SEC slate, and we will talk to you next week. See you.